Beyond the Gloves podcast, uh, and I am your host, Cedric Agnew, and I am rejoined again with the twins. Uh, I thought this episode, what I'll do is, since uh, you guys know the twins, as of they have done a few episodes with me, and uh, but you guys don't really know the twins, so I thought this episode, I'll let them dive into their background, so you guys can get a, a feel for him saying who they really are, and and why they think the way they think, uh, diving into some, to, uh, something like that backstory. So, so you guys can, you know, get the feel like it. You know what I mean, so uh, we're gonna go into this episode with pretty much learning about the twins. You know what I'm saying, and and they whole upbringing and they whole backstory and whatnot. So, twins. I'll let, I'll let <laughs> each of them introduce themselves, and uh, we're gonna take it from there. Hey guys, it's me, Shantae, and I am Chantel. Hey guys. Okay, okay, okay. So, with a little bit of y'all backstory. Uh, okay. Since the listeners are listening, uh, <laughs> okay. Uh, are y'all fraternal or identical? Uh, we're fraternal, but a lot of people think we look identical. Okay, yeah. yeah we look I, more alike than some identical twins. Okay, yeah, I thought y'all was identical when I first <laughs> met y'all too. <laughs> okay, uh, who's the oldest? Me, Shantae. I'm the oldest by three whole minutes. Yeah, so it doesn't really count. <laughs> it counts. <laughs> so I'm the big sister, guys. Shantae, okay, that okay, is. Okay, okay. So, twins. So, I mean upbringings or whatnot i mean what's it like being twins a permanent best friend pretty much like i always have somebody there i don't like being alone i have um 
separation yeah i do um it just feels i guess i don't really feel complete without my sister like we are twins that like actually like being twins we like being alike we dress like five birthdays like we don't understand how some twins like enjoy being different like five birthday actually we dressed alike until what our 11th or 6th grade our 11th like, grade year 11th grade year so we were like we were 16 when we stopped dressing alike yeah so and even now for our birthdays we dress like we have three events we have three matching outfits, outfits the same <laughs> <laughs> but we do have a lot in common um other than our taste in men that's like the only thing that's different yeah if I like them, I don't. don't. <laughs> <laughs> Which is great, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's not good. Interest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess that is a good thing. You know what I mean? It is. <laughs> no fights there. Okay, so, uh, I mean, how do you guys' parents meet? They were youngsters, what they were like. My mom was a senior in high school. Yeah, so they met at um, here in Baytown, where we were from. There was a, like, back in the day, they had the. Coco Castle, that's what they called it, where they all went to dance. Okay. And our daddy was moonwalking across the dance floor and caught her eyes. Yeah, he a dancing machine to this day. Okay, so y'all got the same daddy. <laughs> we do, we do. <laughs> I think it's safe to say that. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. No, because a lot, a lot of people don't understand that. Oh, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. You do know it's twins. You can and have we're fraternal. Yeah, yeah. 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 Fraternal yeah. twins are conceived yeah. at different times. So, yeah. good question. Yeah, so. Yeah. But uh But yeah, they they did meet at Coca Casa and they um hit it off. Both of them are feisty, fiery. They're they're both earth signs though, but they're yeah, both crazy. They both are crazy. <laughs> wow. Uh so uh I, I get I get mixed up myself. Uh <laughs> Tay. Chantel. Tay. Tay. Uh, let's see. Look, Twin. Up, up, up. Okay. Twin. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to let you go first because we're going to dive into uh, Chantel. Mm-hmm. Okay. We're going to dive into her as well. But I'm going to go ahead and let you go first. I'll tell the listeners huh, about, because, I mean, y'all pretty much share, like, the same story up until, mm-hmm. like, a certain age. Right. So, yeah. Dive a little bit into like your backstory. Okay, so for the most part, we grew up with our mom and our stepdad, who was with our mom since we were eight months old. So that's how long our stepdad has been in our life. Um, our parents did marry, but you know, back in the earth, well, the late nineties, well, the late eighties, early nineties, you know, was something going around back then, and he got hip to it and uh, okay, hold was on, in hold the on. streets. Okay. okay. <laughs> Before you dive more deep into, you know what I'm saying, like, you guys' backstory. Uh, as of this moment, currently, like, what are you guys' relationship like with your parents? Um, we have one. Um, we, ha- we have a relationship with both of our parents. Um, our dad always, has done a, uh, you know, he's, he's, you know, transformed and he's back active in our lives. And uh, you met him. Yeah. <laughs> I always say, you know, we don't have the best parents, but you only have one, one mom, one dad, and, you know, they did what they thought was best at the time. So I love them. I we respect love them. them. Yeah, we love them. 
we respect them um so there's no love lost and anything that we're saying in this episode it comes from a good place um we are healing from those wounds so we we are in a good place with our parents and most importantly we are uh breaking generational curses right. for our family okay okay so as we as i was saying uh dive more into your backstory uh shante okay but okay so we grew up like i said with our stepdad and our dad our biological father was absent but you know we would see him around town and we would speak like that and his mom our grandmother on our maternal side she was a blessing to us she her role in our life was very significant because she picked up you know for him and our dad our stepdad it was like a very toxic household growing up he was abusive towards our mom so we did grow up in an abusive home pretty much our whole life to we were 18 and moved out of the house so that's pretty much all we knew yeah so our parents um kind of taught us everything not to be so i feel like your upbringing can you can either keep the cycle going or you can choose to break the cycle and with me and my sister we chose to break the cycle break the generational curse and we wanted something different other than what we saw and i think we did good with that yeah i mean i can't be the test to tell that uh (laughs) 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 i mean but uh like do you guys have siblings we yes. do. We have a younger sister. Okay, so what y'all relationship like with y'all younger sister? Good. Close. Yeah, we're all the three of us close. stick together and make it happen. And we had um, with my stepdad. He had um, three other children, so it was like six of us growing up. So um, we grew up very close. We we did grow up close, and um, unfortunately, with our step siblings, we did kind of get separated. Was it towards the end of junior high? No, I think it was more so high school. High school, the start of high school. Yeah. We kind of got distant. So then it was just us three. Yeah. Um, Our younger sister is, what, four years younger than us? And she was like our baby. Like, she is like we we raised her. We combed her hair. We took care of her. We got her school clothes. Like, she was like our little baby. Mm -hmm. Even to this day, if you talk to her, she'll say that we like her second mom. Okay, and then as my listeners might know, because uh, you guys have mentioned in previous episodes that both of you guys are teachers. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, so, education-wise, what was your educational upbringing like? So, we went to public school, um, and like we were always like in the, I guess it would be considered gate nowadays, or like the honor advance or, advance or the matrix class. Um all throughout elementary um and then in junior high we did have like honor classes um i graduated the top 10 percent of my class and i was in national honor society so we were always like straight a students um we did go off to college we kind of jumped around once we got to college um, we went to Lamar and Beaumont. Then we went to TSU. Hey. <laughs> and then I got pregnant. This is Chantel, y'all. So I got pregnant with my first daughter, my second, at the end of my second okay, year. Okay, okay, hold up. Pause, pause, pause. Because, you know, we ain't going to just skip over the whole. 
whole pregnancy. You know what I'm saying? Uh, okay, you getting pregnant. You, uh, Chantel. Yes. Got pregnant first. I did. So, as you getting pregnant first, uh, what was that like? Um. This is no. Look, I asked Chantel a question, but I want Chantel <laughs> to answer that question. Because I want to know because you know what I'm saying like, yes, they don't live in the same body, but I want to know what was Chantel, no, Chantel experience <laughs> with Chantel getting pregnant. Um, it was exciting because it's like. I mean, it was exciting, but it's kind of like, oh, I, you know, something that I wanted to experience, too. But, of course, we're twins, so I was pregnant with her pretty much. Gained <laughs> a pregnancy weight with her and everything. So, um, it was exciting. I enjoyed the pregnancy with her. Okay, okay. So, Chantel. Shan, 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 yes. Hey. <laughs> We're gonna get nine tags, okay? By the end of the episode, I'm gonna have this shit down packed. You know I mean? Okay, so what was it like for you? Um, I was 20. I, I I just turned 20 years old when I got pregnant, so it was kind of. I can't really say that she wasn't planned, but I was still kind of surprised that it happened so fast. Um, I was. No, I remember I was nervous to tell my mom, like, even though I was, you know, pretty much on my own, taking care of myself. I had already been working, um, but it was still scary. I mean, 20 is kind of young. Like now that I have daughters, um, I would be so scared for them to get pregnant at 20. It's a Beyond the Glove special. Okay, okay, okay. So... Chantel told us her story, you know what I'm saying, about getting knocked up at 20, you know what I'm saying, the struggles of a young mother. Uh, so, what life was you living at 20, Chantel? My best life, okay? Your best you know, life, I, a little Duval act. I, I, did, I did everything I wanted to go, I wanted to do. I didn't have to, you know, answer to anybody. I had my own place. But you know what, actually... That was the first time we actually separated and started really, really living different lives because I got my own, my very own apartment. So it's my very first time being by myself because I live by myself. So I would actually go home and cry. For what? Because I felt so lonely. Oh, you are. Yes. So I'm like, okay, because it was an issue for her, um, for for Sanaya's dad. Yeah. To you know, he he wasn't used to the closeness between me and my sister, so I had to start respecting that. You know, she does have a boyfriend, she does have a family because my niece was born. So I ended up, you know, trying to respect their relationship. And sometimes I would have to go home alone, and I'm just like, well, what am I supposed to do now? Like, why can't I stay with my sister? I'm just here. Like, okay. <laughs> it was okay. it was so, so that was hard. So. For me. Hold up, we got as far as we got we got Ricky on the line. Go ahead. What's going on? Hey Ricky, hey, Ricky. welcome back. Hello, hello. Now, as far as you know, uh, hey, you asked about your twenties and you know the life you was living mm -hmm. with the knowledge that you gained in this life and what you know now today. Mm -hmm. What would you change about your twenties to? What would you do? Would I you change anything, or would you take everything good or bad that happened as a lesson, roll with it, and feel like? 
know, this will shape me. Or what would you change? I would change the fact that I feel like I loved too hard. And I was looking for that. I feel like that comes from the absent father and the abusive stepdad who was physically there but not emotionally there. So, you know, we go looking for love in all the wrong places. So, for me, I felt like I chased love too much. And if I would have done things differently and, you know, relationship-wise, I feel like that's probably the only area that I would change anything in. But, again, it made me who I am. So, would I do things differently? I would. Love wise, yes, yeah. yes, I definitely would. Most definitely, I would I definitely date differently. Yeah. What about you? Most definitely. <clears throat> um, for you asked me, Ricky, Ricky, you can go ahead and answer. Um, uh, I think what I would change is my patience. Like when I was young, fucking impatient, like a motherfucker, and didn't want to. I don't know necessarily, I guess, take the time to just, I don't know, when you when you have patience and you do things with patience, mm-hmm. to me, I with my experience, I get it done better, yeah. a better way. So that's what I would do, just slow down. My pops used to tell me a lot, too, like, slow down. But I'm like, I'm trying to get this shit done. <laughs> out there. There's a lesson behind it. Yeah. Right? You got to be willing to see that lesson yep. and roll with it and help it and, and use that shit in life. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And yeah, I guess patience is definitely at the top of the list. Most definitely. What about you, Sid? Not a motherfucking thing. <laughs> what do you mean? You know how I don't cut. Yolo. Yolo. I don't cut. Hey, you know my motto. You know what I'm saying? He had kids, young man. And now at my age, man, you know my motto. Man, fuck them kids. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Respectfully, yeah. look, respectfully, appearance. <laughs> respectfully, appearance. Can we stay? Uncle Sam, Hell no. How old you guys when y'all became a parent? God damn, how old was I when I became a parent? I was uh twenty four. Okay. Yeah. Oh, you be. I became yeah, a parent at. Uh, I found out I was a parent at 17. I oh, became wow. a parent at 18. Ooh. I was a parent. I mean, I was knowing I was going to be a parent senior year in high school. Oh, like, wow. I remember my teacher, one of my teachers was like, because, you know, BM walked in, had me, you know what I'm saying, a book or something I needed. Like, oh, you're going to be a daddy. You know, like sarcastic. <laughs> You know, like, it's all good. I know the vibes, but I'm going to take care of mine, though. Right. Yeah. And, God, and thanks to God, I've been able to do that. So, it's all what it's about. But, um, yeah, I've been a parent since, like, 18. <laughs> they take, like, my daughter, she was at my um graduation from high school as a oh, baby. That's sweet. That's my amazing. That's cute. And I, as for me, Shantae, I didn't become a mom, so I was 30, 30 years old. Oh, okay. So, I lived my 20s. Like you were supposed to. Now I don't become a mom. And I wouldn't change at that at all. <laughs> Nothing at all. Um, I feel like becoming a parent. If you want to, you can say fuck yeah. that job if you want. Fuck <laughs> that job. <laughs> I that money, so I'm, I'm going to work. <laughs> <laughs> I know what. If you want to, you can. I could have. I could have. 
when you had a shortage, you can't do that shit. Sure, like, okay. Well, it ain't a smart decision no. but to do that shit. But, you know. Hey, no, I'm yeah. tripping like a motherfucker. No, I think I became a parent at 21, 22. (laughs) But I don't feel like I missed out on much. Like, I still went to, I I stopped clubbing as much. Um, But I do feel like my having my daughter at 20, I did mature a lot faster. I stopped, you know, going to the club as much. Um, So having that responsibility, I feel, did shape me into the woman that I am now. So um, it wasn't all bad. She slowed me down and I saw things different. I looked at life different. I had a whole human being relying on me, so. Yeah. Yeah, and that changed my perspective on right. a lot of fucking things, man. When I say a lot of things, a lot of things, and I found that out. Everything I want to do, like. Back like, burner. <laughs> yeah, got to. You know what I'm saying? I can't go down south to college and party like the fuck I want to no more. And, you know, just get my education, party, get my fucking degree and do it like that. Like, you got to go a different route with it now because that's why I be telling young folks, like, slow down, try to have a little patience. And if you do, you know what I'm saying, doing stuff that you know can lead to uh, bringing some life in this world, man, if you ain't ready for that, right. probably probably not. Like, don't rush it. You know what I'm saying? You can do that shit. But right now, just enjoy yourself, learn yourself, and see right. what that's key right about. there. Yeah. Then go ahead and you know, like that's perfect recipe to me to you know, thirty years old, you wait till you thirty. Right. Decent. I Shit. think so too. Live your life, stay young, cause build adulting is not fun. If I can do it again, baby, I, I would have definitely adulted a little bit more, enjoyed my little twenties and, and became a mom like ten years later. Yeah. I love you though. I love my babies. Most definitely, <laughs> all day to the death of me. to the Fuck. death of me. Fuck them kids. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying it. Not gonna get that babysitting call. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so as 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 the listeners might know, because you guys have mentioned in the past that both of you guys are teachers. Uh, yeah. Like like what. What about you guys, like, you okay, know, into, so into the teaching role? I'm Shantae, again. So, I, it was always something that I was interested in, and I played with it in my mind for a while. And I'm like, you know what? I wonder how that would be. So, I, you know, told my twin about it, and she was like, I don't just really see that. And because, like I said, we tried to do the same thing at this time. We was working together at our long-term job at the time and i'm like uh-uh this not it i want i think i want to go into teaching and she was like uh-uh that ain't it for me and she ended up you know go ahead and tell us tell your story girl um yeah so <clears throat> we were um we worked at the walmart warehouse uh for what about 12 years before i got fired i got fired y'all for uh not making production i like to talk so <laughs> <laughs> I talked too much, wasn't making production. So I said, you know what? This is just not it for me. Um, so once I was fired, it was kind of a little shocking because I had, that's all I've known. I had been there since uh, 2006. So that literally was all I knew. And it was good money. Um, but I didn't feel appreciated. So like my sister said, she mentioned to me about um, teaching. And even though I didn't really like it, 
to me, teaching and nursing are like the only careers, not only, but the easiest two careers that you can graduate from, inexperience, and, you know, get you a job. So, um, I didn't want to do nursing. I had already tried that my first year in college and ruled that out. So, teaching was really looking ideal. So, I, I went through Texas Teachers, and well, I started subbing. I was enrolled with Texas Teachers, and I went that route. Um, and I do, I think I kind of want to be like a life coach or some type of mentor, uh, whether it's for young people, older people, older people. And I feel like teaching kind of helps me do that. Like whenever I'm able to mentor my students or give them life lessons that they will hopefully, you know, carry on with them for the rest of their lives. It's, it's so rewarding to me. So that's really why I like teaching like I feel like I, I have a I can spark something in this younger generation that can be great and as for me like she said is I compare teaching to parenting right you know like it's it's a tough job but it's very rewarding to see the fruits of your labor so that's why I like it I wanted to it was important for me to choose a career path that will allow me to live or fulfill my life purpose which i feel like is to make a difference in the lives of others right and so for me it's making the lives uh, a difference in the lives of the students as well as my co-workers and the parents and doing my part to you know do something that they will never forget yeah because i know me i could think of a lot of teachers in elementary that i had that i'll never forget right because of something small big or small that they did and i would like to be that for kids okay so what do you guys teach Third grade math, science, and social studies. I just teach fifth grade math. Damn. Math yeah. is my favorite subject, though. So to me, <laughs> no, uh, that was like an ideal position no, for no. me. In school, <laughs> in school I would have hated you. <laughs> oh, but my kids, my students love me. Mine too. They love me. So um, I try to teach them. It's it's cool to be smart. Ain't nothing wrong with being smart. Like that's that's good. Mine think I'm mean, but they, they love me. Sure they do. They do. <laughs> <laughs> it's tough love sometimes. And they know that. Sure you got to show them tough love. <laughs> sure they do. They ain't going to tell you to your face. I, oh, no. Trust me. They do. You. I don't fuck with you, cuz. <laughs> <laughs> when okay. that uh, TikTok challenge was out about slap a teacher, mm. I did give them a fair one. <laughs> don't. I'm Miss Mixon is not the one. <laughs> Are the two. Are the three. <laughs> Don't try me. <laughs> okay. So let me ask y'all both this question. Uh what are some things that shaped y'all in a positive way that y'all can look back what happened like to this day? Praise dance. <laughs> it was I felt like it was our our like an outlet. Yeah. Right. It was like a church like going to church of course like I like mm -hmm. we are very we were very active growing up. We did everything under the sun. Yeah. So we were always at church like I said we we grew up in an abusive home. So it was kind of like our escape. Escape. Yep. Cuz so. my mama didn't even make us go. We wanted to go. We was on the praise dance team, yeah. drill team. Hallelujah praise Usher God. Usher board, yeah. choir, yeah. plays. Hey, hey, to all the listeners out there who know. <laughs> when you know, you know. So now hey. Now it's all coming together while they talk like they talking on podcasts. So now y'all ain't got to wonder no more. Now y'all know. We church like said, Yes, we grew up in church. Hey, hey, when Baptist. You, hey, when you know, you know. That's all I got to say. 
that. You know, you know. I don't know what, what, what that mean. <laughs> hey, when you know, you know. Everybody who I have ever dated who was that deep in church or or who, yeah. Hey. <laughs> like them preacher hey, kids. Hey, <laughs> hey, 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 hey. What's understood don't have to be said. <laughs> okay. <laughs> hey, the listeners know. Okay, y'all. Yeah, we were church girls. Guys and gals. Y'all know. When you know, you know. Hey. Yeah, praise dance was life mm-hmm. from like what sixth, seventh grade yeah, to won't, he graduated. Grade, so we graduated. Won't he do it? Won't he? Won't he? Yeah, uh-huh. He did it. Yeah. Won't he? We yeah. even praise dance some more in our adult life. We did. A little bit. See, it explains it even more. <laughs> and then we, in, we did instruction for the um for the younger girls. Yeah, we had like a few praise dances. Oh, so y'all was out there turning thoughts. Turning turning ah! girls into thoughts. <laughs> Hopefully those little babies weren't. <laughs> Hopefully they they're babies. Like, they're grown now. Yeah. Uh, some grown? of them are. Some okay. of them are grown. Some of them have graduated. <laughs> College. Lord. Yeah. Teaching too. Yeah. Mm, that's crazy. Mm, mm. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> wow, that's crazy. So tell me something. Shante. Like I said, by the end of this episode, I'm, I'm gonna have a down pack. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So Shante, I cause Y'all know throughout all the episodes, I just call them twins. Yeah, mm-hmm. most but, people uh, do. Okay, what's different about you? I would say that I'm definitely, it's, you know, we say it all the time. I'm the more uh, friendlier twin. Okay. I talk to everybody under the sun. She she's a little bit more conservative than me, but you know, on the podcast you probably can't tell. But yeah, that's, that's <laughs> um, what I was gonna say. You she can't, can't I am the tell. more friendly one as far as. Like she, she talks more. I people. talk to more. People. I'm more selective. Like I have a wide range, okay. a wider range of friends than she does. My circle okay. is smaller, yeah. but how small? I mean, we have a group called the S4L. Shout out to my Shout S4Ls. Out to girls. <laughs> hey girls, hey. love y'all. Oh, hey y'all, no. we made it. New <laughs> 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 We made going to the top, y'all. <laughs> but yeah, other than my S4Ls, and I'll meet like a few uh, people that I work with that I. Um, you know, keep in touch with. But other than that, it's my family, my S4Ls, maybe like two other people. I don't really, I'm very selective on who I let in my circle. Because I love hard, even with friendships. So I don't I don't take it lightly. I mean, I, I try them out. I'm the same way, but I guess I, I'm able to connect more with other people. So, so, so you're the fun one. Basically, you're not fun. She's fine. I was, but like I said, whenever, whenever I got pregnant, it changed (laughs) my perspective. Now my birthday though, my birthday, I'm a whole vibe. Yeah, you gotta wait. You 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 a whole vibe once a year. (laughs) Hey, hey, I am a family woman. I'm a family woman. I'm a relationship type woman. So, what's wrong with having fun at home? We I mean, 34. <laughs> we go out, but we do. I don't go out that much. He said, hold on. Oh. Trey. Oh, see a video? <laughs> This podcast is sponsored by New Wealth 84. Get your latest fashion for men, women, and kids with a whole lot of drip.
That's newwealth84.com. Shop now. Okay, and we back. Uh, so, uh, another question for you guys. Like, what are some negative scares or traumatizing memories from your childhood that y'all can think of? Um, I'm going to say, for me, the most traumatizing thing is just is growing up in the abusive home and the negative effects that it had on us at school every day trying to function after being up all night because we got woken up to them fighting. Right, and wonder and hoping and praying that nothing happens to my mama while we're at school. Like no no one's there to protect her. And getting it was always a big fear going to school every day, wondering if we're gonna get a call that he killed her or, you know, she's in the hospital. So that was definitely very traumatizing. I would agree. That would be the one thing that I refused to put up with in a relationship. I said that I would never um, be in an abusive relationship because, I mean, the way that it affects children, like, it, it's, no, it's a no-go for me. Definitely a deal-breaker. And I feel like that um, kind of had us to, it kind of makes you lose respect for the parent that chooses to stick around for the abuse mm -hmm. because it's like you had the opportunity to, get us out of the situation and you chose to stay. So that's why I feel like, you know, it was like, like, were you really that weak? Like, are you really that weak that you couldn't that you save have your to, kids from or that? Or that you have to put up with it or you have to deal with it. So that's why I make a conscious effort to not need a man. I don't want to feel like I need a man. Okay, so with that being said, like, uh, like you guys don't think that from from where you guys were standing, like, you probably was thinking, like, why didn't she leave? She had no. I don't feel like it's easier said than not in that situation. Sometimes you gotta. It's it was probably gonna be hard for her as a woman to be without that man, but if you put your children first, and she's seen the negative effect that it had on us, because she would tell him about it. But she never left for us. She stayed for her. Well, and it, it goes back to her feeling like she had to deal with it for the stability that the relationship brought her. So I, again, it goes back to our upbringing. My mama or our mother taught us what we did not want to be. So I never wanted to be in a relationship that I felt like, okay, what I I have to put up with all of these negative things just for the benefit because of the financial stability or any kind of stability i i wanted to be to where i want to be with you because i want to not because i have to or i need to okay so with that being said i mean that's somewhat of you guys backstory mm -hmm. but with that being said uh what are you guys looking to do in this near future to continue to I, elevate. I mean, um, I feel like um, I'm, I, I would say that I'm healed, but I mean, I feel like it's still going to be certain triggers. So what I'm planning to do, I'm just still working on me, making sure that I'm the best version of myself for me and for my child. He's what I do everything for, for me. He deserves. I wanted, you know, to have certain things from my parents that I didn't have. So I want to be able to give everything that I always wanted. 
to my child. You know, you have those friends who are, you know, their families are tremendously blessed. They had the cars at 16. They went to drive his head. And you looking like, I wish I could have done those things. But we were always the kids. Like, we're not going to make our mom feel bad because she can't give us this. So we never really asked for anything. And that kind of trickles into our relationships with, you know, me and now. We don't feel comfortable asking for, for asking a man or anybody for anything because that's how we grew up. Don't ask mama for nothing because we know she ain't got it. So it was just like, don't ask for nothing, settle for whatever she could give us and make it work. And, you know, we just want better. We want to be able to give our kids everything that they want and need because we didn't have it It, um, for my mother. Like everything that I wanted, I'm going to be to my girls. We were not, we didn't grow up with affection. We didn't grow up saying, I love you. If you were to meet our kids, any of our kids, even our younger sister, they're very affectionate. We say, I love you all the time. A million and one kisses before you walk out the door. Um, we pump each other up with positive words of affirmation. So it's just breaking generation, breaking generational curses for me. Um, and positive, uplifting, motivating, all those vibes for uh, me and my girls. I want them to be successful. I want them to have a better head start in life than I did because um, I feel like we, me and, you know, me and my two sisters, we turned out great. So I feel like if uh, if we were able to overcome those obstacles and all of us um, end up where we are now um, and, I, and we give our children the same foundation, well, not the same, but even better foundation, like sky's the limit for them. Yeah. Okay. Okay, well, that's that. That's you guys' backstory. I mean, and every one of us have a backstory. You know what I mean, uh, every one of us have dealt or are dealing with trauma in our lives. You know what I'm saying, or certain trauma, trauma triggers, and things of that nature. But uh, keys to getting to things is, I mean, uh, yes. like that. Continue to keep pushing forward. You know what I mean, continue to. You know what I'm saying? Uh, continue to just elevate as a person. You know what I'm saying? Mentally, spiritually. Right. You know what I'm saying? As a whole. But uh, that being said, I'm going to go ahead and get up out of here. That was the twins. You know what I'm saying? I was giving you, letting them give you their backstory so you guys can understand why they are where they at now. And, and Learn a little bit some more about them, you know what I'm saying? More than what y'all more than what y'all uh probably asked for, but <laughs> definitely, def- definitely <laughs> This is us guys. Definitely <laughs> what y'all needed because you know what I'm saying, like uh I always get questions about you guys and you know what I'm saying, like uh, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, like some people are scared to call in because they don't want to get in trouble, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> y'all talk so freely. You know yes, we do. I talk so freely, but you know what I'm saying? People need to understand why y'all think and why y'all talk the way y'all talk. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you know? I like that. So we like y'all too. So keep uh, listening. So with that being said, get up out of here and uh but until then. Peace out. We're going to check.
brings me that.